scuffed in flames. It didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why is it the bush burning up? I must go and see it. I must go and watch this. In verse 4, when the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses. Now, he said Moses' name twice. I've asked myself, why? I have no idea. I mean, I have reflected, I've asked the Lord, I've studied this passage over and over, I've read everybody I can, nobody really understands why he said his name twice, but I do know this, when my daddy used to say, Keith, Keith, it meant do something now, come near, I want your attention, I know this, God got the attention of Moses, and look what he says here, do not come any closer, the Lord warned, take off your sandals for your standing on holy ground this holy ground man this that you know sometimes we have lost uh, our ability to see how holy the Lord is and God wants us to be attentive to him he wants him to take off his shoes to stand in his presence to have reverence for him for he is above all others he there is no other God like Jehovah so we bow before the Lord and in this season that we find ourselves in life in 2020 how I pray we have those holy moments in the presence of Jesus where Jesus speaks and Jesus defines us. This past week I spoke about resetting ourselves. Here we refocus on the goodness of God that we hear his voice. And so it's powerful here. I, I remember when I first heard the voice of the Lord. And the Lord arrested me, stopped me dead in my tracks at my college university, and I cried out to Jesus. I didn't know what a sinner's prayer was, but what I did know was that God had come to rescue me, a sinner, and that's what he, he's come to you. If you've received Christ personally, maybe on this broadcast, today could be your day of salvation, that you would receive this wonderful Christ. Would you listen to his voice and let Christ rescue you from your sin from your fears from your worry from your bondage from your addictions whatever it is let him come near today I, I remember that so close that Christ has come near and so here we see this beautiful story and then God comes alongside Moses and then he if you jump down uh, there in Exodus 3 I want you to go down to verse 13 but Moses protested if i go to the people of israel and tell them the god of your ancestors has sent me to you they will ask me what is his name and then what should i tell them and listen to what god says god replies to moses i am who i am say this to the people of israel i am has sent me to you god also said to moses say this to the people of israel yahweh the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all the generations. The great I am has come near. But so we go through this and I just think about how wonderful God is. And when I think about the names of God, I, I, I just start to review the, the names in the Hebrew. You are God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are God, my provider. No, you are God, Nisi. You're the banner over me is your love. You are God, Rapha. You are God, my healer. How we need God, the healer, to heal people of this 
COVID-19 virus, how we need to heal our land, how we need him to heal the sick. No, you are God shalom. You are the God of peace. You are the God of righteousness. You are God shama, the ever-present God. You are God shua. It means you are God my salvation our deliverer that's who our god is and in the time that we find ourselves today i pray that you would draw near to him in the presence in the peace in the joy of christ would calm your fears for in the very first week when all this started all this craziness i said we can let our fear or we can let our faith drive us we have to choose one and let's choose our faith and you're saying, well, pastor, that's easy, or I'm doing that, or I want to do that, or I don't have faith. Today would be a great day to call upon the name of the Lord, to let him be your peace, to let him be your righteousness. But Lord, I'm not going to make an excuse. And so many times we'll go, well, what if, what if this, what if, you know, this what if game will get us in trouble forever. What if I do this and this will happen? And we want God to give us all these guarantees. God's like, no, I want you to follow me in faith i want you to act out see moses had a problem like you and i moses had great fear to face pharaoh he had great fear to face the people he had great fear to go and speak he had great fear to do this and that but he acted he was obedient therefore he became a hero of the faith of the old testament hebrews chapter 11 if you look there you see the great hall hall of fame the great a roll call of faith and moses is there one of the mighty men of god so what if god i trust you lord uh, one time he he tells him it's a snake pick it up no no i'm not gonna pick up a snake no pick up the snake moses and when he does it becomes a staff and he throws it back down it becomes a snake i mean that's like a double that's a miracle i mean god is the same yesterday today and forever tomorrow he's our he's our god today god has not gone to sleep he's not slumbering He's got this whole world in the palm of his hand. And in this week walking, I was just saying, Lord, how great you are. What stability in Jesus. You know, we ought to know that, friend. There is nothing stable. Our sports aren't stable. They're not even happening. The Olympus has been postponed to 2021. Our jobs, we don't know if we have it or we don't know when we get to go back. We don't get to go to the regular school. We're doing online classes and on and on and on. This world is being shaken, but there is an unshakable kingdom. It's the kingdom of the living Christ. And that's what I'm praying that you and I will submit to with all our heart and have reverence for the Lord as Moses did. What an almighty God. So this word of God. Are you taking time? Are you slowing down in this season just to say, Lord, I want to hear. I don't know if you're going to come to me in a burning bush or not. That'd be awesome if he does. Please call me. I want to hear. But what I do know is the Lord desires to speak. He, he's got much to say to us. Zephaniah says, the Lord sings over us. This morning as the worship team led us today oh i love them i, I thank god for them they they're giving of themselves we've got 10 in the building we're practicing great safe uh, practices and social distance but i gotta tell you it's hard and today might be the last day that we're able to broadcast with the team because we want to continue to try to protect them but what i'm saying is wherever we are we might share with you links next week with the message i don't know just be praying that god would lead us the whole world is shaking but let me tell you there's an unshakable god and we can go to him and he gives peace and he gives comfort so that's what we want we lord we want the things that break your heart to break our hearts we want the things that we lord we want to have a new affection for you 
Lord, draw them deep. And then, okay, so I, I could go through this, but now I just want, I, I, there's so many stories in the life of Moses, but, and we could, I, I, I had a section on Ten Commandments, but what we're learning is you have shorter attention spans, especially at home, as kids are pulling your hair right now and they're running around and dancing, how I wish I could see them, I miss them. But what I want you to do is I want you to turn over several pages to Exodus chapter 33. And if you turn there, it's in page 84. That's not going to help you. We've got so many different translations, but I just thought I'd say that. Or flip your phone or whatever. You're, maybe you've got an app up and you can go there. But go to Exodus 33. This is that great story that I love. It's known as Tent of Meeting. God comes near and God speaks to Moses in a tent. Then the tabernacle was the center of worship and that's where God would come near. On the outside of the camp, was a tent and he would journey as god had led him and he would go outside the camp and that's where moses would find himself and he would have conversation with the almighty oh wow i'm thinking man and the people they took notice and they would stand and they would watch and they were enamored with the fact that god would come and he would speak to this man named moses and, and, and as you look there, look there in chapter 33. It's, it's amazing here. In verse 4, I want you to hear this. When the people heard these stern words, they went to mourning and stopped wearing their jewelry and fine clothes. Now, they'd made these idols and stuff. And he, in one translation, he says, take off your ornaments, take off your jewelry, take off those fine clothes. You have measured on the external. I want to come and do a work on the internal part of you, on the soul of man. And that's what God's doing. So we, it's so easy to get concerned and focused on the things of this world. And in this season, God is slowing us down to let us realign our priorities with him, the priority being Jesus. So ten of meeting, just some quick points that I'm going to give you. Number one, separate yourself on a regular basis. Now, as I look at I want you to look at verse 7. It was Moses' practice to take the tent of meeting, set it up some distance from the camp, Everyone who wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Verse 8. And whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up, stand in the entrances of their own tents, and they would all watch Moses until Moses disappeared. He vanished. He went inside. Verse 9. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down. It would hover as the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. And when the people saw the cloud standing in the entrance of the tent, they would stand and bow down in front of their own tents. And inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. I love that. God came near to Moses and he would speak and everybody knew that God was having transaction that he was speaking you know he, he's the guy that gets the Ten Commandments that we might have this law that we might not sin against the Lord that we would realize our sin or we'd have a standard but he separate ourselves slow down that was a whole devotional last week slowing down creating distance creating closeness intimacy social distancing distancing is teaching me to find a new cadence to find a new way and, and this is maybe an old way to you but maybe it's a new way but it's a new season that god is availing himself to us he is crying out to the worth to the earth he is wooing us he is pursuing us we are his first love he wants to capture our hearts for him oh god come near and then look at this the second thing in verse 7 seek god with all your hearts 
Moses would go and he would seek the Lord consistently and he would seek him on a regular basis. If I could tell you one thing, it would be in this time that you would daily pick up your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, you call me. I'll make sure we get a Bible to you. I've got lots of Bibles. If not, I'll go buy Bibles. I'm not sure where I'll get them right now. But, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll order them. But we'll want to get a Bible in your hands. And we want you to make this a steady, regular diet of reading and studying and listening to the Word of the Lord. Consecrating yourselves unto Him. You know what I know about Moses? Moses had a hunger factor. Moses was hungry for God. Oh, he was a poster child for grace. He'd had his share of mess-ups. And yet God redeemed that. How about you? Have you had mess-ups? I have. Okay, I'll raise my hand all by myself. But you know what? God loved Moses. No, God. God loves you. God's overwhelmed with his love for you that he wants to get your attention. And Moses longed for the living presence of God. And God would come near. And I'm just thinking with uh, this time that we find ourselves a lot going on it's easy finding new routines but i pray of all the routines you're changing all the transitioning that it's almost yesterday i was on a on this conference call for two and a half hours our board meeting and we had a number of doctors and i could feel their agony and their pain the healthcare professionals how their lives are changing day by day the rules and how they can take care of people and, and education and commerce and just so many things but so we're, we're finding new rhythms but here's the rhythm it's time with jesus do not forsake that moses what a word for the church in 2020 this happened a long time ago but god's trying to get our attention seek god with all our hearts when the israelites wanted to seek god they removed themselves from the midst of the people and they went out and moses went out and separated himself from sinful people from his sin and he listened to the lord third to be watched by the public we're being watched the church is on living display today like never before people were saying is that how a christian responds to anxiety is that what a christian does is that how a christian acts wow that's what a christian has a christ follower has peace a christ follower unleashes compassion a christ follower there's something different this is our day to let the church rise to let the church rise up and shine for the savior amen I mean, I, I, I can feel it over the TV. I hope, I hope, I hope you're getting it to be church. So here it is. The tent of meeting was outside the camp. It was served by Moses and Joshua. And God's presence came down. And as the cloud just sat there, God would speak. You know, God comes into our family rooms, into our porches, uh, to, to our cars, wherever we find ourselves. And he, and he wants to speak clearly. If I have ears to hear and eyes to see the things of the kingdom. The kingdom is eternal. Yesterday, eternity became a little bit more real. Every day as I get closer to my death, I think about Jesus more and how I long for the eternal kingdom of my God. And yesterday as my brother passed from this life to heaven, I miss him, but I have hope because of the resurrection of Jesus that I will see him again. This past week, God gave me a great gift. I have a hard time getting him on the phone, but this week, God would have it. We had about a 25-minute conversation on the way home, and I look at it today that God was bringing closure, and I didn't know. 
just to let him know that I loved him. And the last words that I ever spoke to my brother was, I love you, Jimmy. And those words came back, and it was powerful. And I hung up the phone thinking, hey, I'll talk to him next week, or I'll talk to him in a couple weeks, and I'll check back in. But blessed be the name of Jesus that those who are absent in the body are present with the Lord that have put their faith in Jesus. Oh, I pray, friend. I was just back in the booth before I came up, and people were coming in from all over the, Cal- all over the country, Indiana, Ohio, California, on and on, maybe other countries, I don't know. So maybe today, a lot of new people, maybe a lot of maybe non-Christians are starting to view in. I, I pray that today you would consider this great Christ. So being watched by the public, fourth, learn to listen and obey the voice of God. Moses obeyed God. Moses did what God had for him to do. It's that simple. God's got something unique for each of us. And we're going to break out of this. This is temporary. This is not an eternal state that we're in. But we have an eternal God. And we have a home made in the heavens, not with hands. But as we transition through this time, let's just be asking the Lord, Lord, is there something new you're birthing in me? Is there a new ministry that you have for me in this time? Is there a new ministry being birthed through me as we come out of this season? I was just talking to Kevin, directs our whole tech booth, and we were talking about out of this season we see that our, our tech ministry is going to expand, that live, live stream is going to be more of a part of who we are, that we want to touch literally the country and the nation for Christ, that we want to broadcast more. And I think churches across the land will be doing more and more of this, that we'll have more of the proclamation of Christ. Learn to listen, practice silence, practice submission, and submit to Jesus. Fifth, enter into a covenant partnership. That's what Moses had with God. He had seen, he had heard, he was concerned. God had come near, God had come down to rescue him. I will bring my people out, says the Lord. I am sending you. And yes, Moses, I care for you. You know what? This morning, I hope you know that. God cares about you. God's concerned if you're concerned what's in the cupboard, if there's a lack or there's plenty. He's concerned about how you're going to pay the bill, but he is your great provider. My God shall meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus, says the word of God. The scripture says, I've never seen the righteous forsaking, begging for bread. God will provide for us. Maybe not all our wants, but certainly our needs. He is a great, compassionate God. And in this season, as I encourage you to give because things are going on, one of my greatest prayers is, but God, in the midst of this, show Christ's community, show churches how we could unleash new levels of compassion in Jesus' name. That's what God wants us to have is a greater compassion level because of what we're going through, because we're broken for the things that break the heart of God. Number one, he cares about people. He cares about you. You've tuned into this broadcast, and I just want you to know, I am confident God is for you. He is not against you. He's not opposed to you. He is pursuing you. Maybe you're saying, man, I'm not even a religious guy. Great. I don't want you to be religious. I want you to have a relationship with Jesus. Just get to know him, have conversation as Moses did in the tent of meeting. And you don't have to go to Walmart or you don't have to go somewhere and get a tent. You can just sit with God. You know, I'm so glad that he has come near, that we have the Holy Spirit. God is with us. So here it is, conversations with the Lord. And then I want to show you something that I've never seen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to land this plane shortly. That's kind of my thing here. I talk about landing the plane. People are like, oh, praise the Lord. And like a lot of times, you, you know, we're meeting people like, we're going to lunch. Well, guess what? You're at home. You're not going to lunch, okay? You're just going to walk into the next room or the room's already open. You're in the kitchen, so you're going to eat. So hold on. But I want you to see. 33. 
verse 11. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face. Wow. As one speaks to a friend. And afterward, Moses would return to the camp. But the young man who assisted him, the one that would be the great follower, the one that would be the great leader that would follow Moses, his name was Joshua. Joshua, the son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. I'd never seen that till I was studying this week. Because I'd just kind of blow through it because I was trying to get the whole tent of meeting, the whole great encounter. But I started asking myself, why? Why did Joshua not leave? Why did Joshua stay there? You've got to remember, Joshua had a front row seat. His mentor was Moses. And he was sitting right on the edge. And he would hear God speaking to his discipler, to his trainer, to his mentor. And maybe he was wanting to soak up more of what he was hearing. He was soaking up more of the presence of God. It's just a powerful thing. And, and, and yet he does this, and he spends this time here. And a godly leader, listen, a godly person, a godly boy or girl, a godly teenager, a godly adult, they will spend time in the tent. They will, and let's use the word tent for presence. They will spend time in the presence of God. They will soak up more of him. And that's what I pray. God, let us get more of you. Soak, drench, drip, fill, consume our hearts with your love that we might radiate, reflect your love to the lost and dying world. Let us reflect your love to the ones that we love dearly called our family that are close to us. Lord, we want your presence. And there he is. And then I'm going to bring it down to this. As I'm talking about I'm kind of transitioning out of this great story of Moses. I'm thinking about that we're one of two things. I'm going to have a graphic that's going to come up. It's going to be a thermometer or a, or, or, or nesting, a, a thermostat. And a lot of times we, we take the pulse, we take the temp- temperature on our climate, on our spiritual environment. We go, it's cold or hot. Well, definitely, it's been frigid. It's been cold in America. It's been cold in so many places. And I'm praying in this season that we become thermostats for the kingdom. We become thermostats at Christ that we regulate, that we don't just, as a thermometer, reflect the ambient temperature of the room or what's happening in culture because we know culture is sick. We know culture uh, needs a savior, but we begin to let not the culture define us, but we let the Lord God define us as he speaks to us and he speaks to us in his word. Our faith is not the product of society or our culture for so long we've let the culture come in and try to redefine the church we've let the culture set our norms and values but i tell you it's time for the church to take back that which the devil has taken from us and we say jesus christ we are more than conquerors through you who first loved us we want to be conformed to the image of jesus christ and a big amen god you're redeeming humanity in these days last days whatever our spiritual environment is not uh, in neutral let's shift it into gear god you have our attention god we're through with excuses moses man you gave your excuses and man god trumped you boy and god i'm gonna quit giving you excuses why i can't or why i shouldn't or why i'm not gonna do that but god if you tell me to do it i'm gonna obey God, let us have those ears. Let me give you these two points. Let's set the thermostat 
and forget about it. Let's set the thermostat that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's set the thermostat that we're not going to be monitoring the temperature, but God, we're setting the thermostat that we're on fire for the Savior. But then let me go to the second point. But let's tend the fire. Let's stoke the fire of faith that, God, we want to grow burning hot with great holy fervor and zeal for Christ Jesus and for the kingdom of the living God. Lord, you are great. I'll give you this passage. We, we've been here in Exodus 3 and 33. But as we bring this service to a close, I want you to hear the word from the Apostle John, the Revelator. John, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. If you've been in a church for any number of time, you've probably heard this verse. But I think it's a great word for today. Listen to the word of the Lord. I know thy works, thy, thou art neither cold nor hot, and neither they were cold or hot, so then because they're lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew them out of my mouth. Lord, we don't want to be cast aside, but we want to be fire on fire for you, fervent in the Lord, serving the purposes of God to this generation. Right now, I so want to wake up from this coronavirus i want to wake up from this dream this nightmare that won't end and we don't know how long it's going to be but what we do know is that the lord jesus will come again for us and while we are yet still here he has a purpose he has a plan he is in control he is with us he is showering his blessings his love upon us he has given us the body of christ and in this broadcast that's what i love we're connecting with people all across the country all across our community our church and we're inviting you to join us and we don't want to be alone we want to do it together blessed be the name of the lord jesus christ who was and is to come he is our great god let's pray lord i am grateful for this service this experience that people can watch and can view and can sit with families And God, I pray that you would stoke the spiritual altar in homes, that you would draw people close to Jesus, that you would give us prayer times as families. Lord, that you would draw our hearts, you would sustain us, that you would strengthen us, that you would make us like the sun. And Lord, I pray that we would cast all our fears, all our anxieties upon you, for you care for us. Lord, we love you. Jesus, you are our living hope and life give us peace mighty god lord we pray for the sick for those that are struggling that you would come near and strengthen to make whole today and god we pray for all those in medical capacities that serve that you would keep them strong and healthy and give them answers We pray for all segments of society as everything is disrupted i pray that lord we would slow down And we would know that you are God, and there is none beside you. Whom do we have in heaven, O God, but Jesus? We call upon the name of the Lord. That's what I pray right now, friend. You're watching, and this would be your day to call upon Jesus. You don't know him as your Savior. You've backslidden. You've drifted away. You would just cry out, Jesus Christ, I want all of you. Christ, I give all of myself to you, Jesus Come, be born in me, invade my life, transform me. I surrender, Lord Jesus. You are my Lord. If you've prayed that, man, send us a text. Get a message to us. Let us know. We want to try to get materials to help you grow. 
but let's use these days for the glory of Christ. And I'll see you again next week. No, I'll see you on Wednesday at Devotional, Wednesday, 9 a.m., Facebook Live.